You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. And we are back, folks. I know I was just here with Al. Can you believe it, Vance? We got Al out on time. Can you believe that? It was easy to do. You had no video. He just had to talk. You have a chance. If he was doing video, we'd be three hours waiting for Al to get through. That's that's a professor right there. He's going to break it down. I mean, he's going to say, let's look at A squared plus B squared. No, 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 no. That's the right step. B squared plus Let's start all over. That's that. That's my brother. That's why I love him right there. Hey, let me. Hey, Vance. I, I love you, man. Vance, he keep me laughing. He keep me from, from going off on people. Let me just say, because we get Buckeyes in the stream, y'all better hope y'all win. Because all y'all, all y'all, like, I, all y'all going to get it. I, hey, man, I'm taking no prisoners. I got, I had, I had some stuff for, I had some stuff for Zach Smith. I had some stuff for, <laughs> And I need, I don't even know who even writes for 11 Warriors, right? They got a bunch of Aaron boys over there. I don't even know their names. And one of them was, he, he went, didn't even do the errands right. Wrote a whole story and made, fabricated a whole bunch of stuff about me. But that's cool. You know, we'll let it go. We'll let it ride for now. You know, but people were sending it to me and I saw it. Man, if Michigan wins that game, if Michigan does to Ohio State, what I expect to do, that's going to be one of those times because I got sponsors now, so I got to be more responsible. Right, I can't just go all off. I'm going to talk to the sponsors ahead of time, and I'm going to alter the contract to say the contract runs. When does Michigan play? No, when do they play Ohio State? So Michigan plays Ohio State on the date is. Let me bring it up right now. Where? Come on, come on, calendar. Show me the calendar. They play Ohio State, I believe, on the 25th of November. I think is the date. Can somebody put that in the stream real quick? And tell me what the, that, that date is. Okay, I got it right here. I'm, I'm going over to November. Yeah, they play them November 25th. So to all my sponsors, let's right now say the contract runs through November 24th. It pauses November 25th. And then it picks back up November 26th. Because November 25th, oh, it's on. You, you thought last year was bad? I can see I, I got... Buckeyes, they obsessed with me now. Like they talking about me on Twitter. All Buckeyes, I'm all over their message boards. It's like, Sam, what, man, you're mad. I was like, wow. I didn't arrive. All of them talking. I, I saw that, Sam. I, I, I texted you about one of us. I said, you know, let it go. Let them keep on talking. I, they can keep it. And I did. I'm letting it go right now. You did. You text, you said, Sam, let it all go. And so I'm taking I'm taking coaching. Vance, you're right. You're right. You got Vance said, stay focused, Sam. So I'm staying focused. I'm paying attention to all my sponsors that we got, right? You know, we got all the got all the video production things that we got to get done. We got a lot of different things we got in the works. I got to keep my eyes focused on all of that. But that day, November 25th, see, I didn't even prepare last year. And I let them have it. I broke a foot off in them. Al, it, I, Vance, it's two feet, legs, you know, I, I'm – off the diving board. I'm diving off the top rope and some behind. I'm just letting you know it's going to be old. So Ohio State, you better hope. You better hope 
Y'all win that game. Because it's going to be epic when I come back for you. I'm just saying. All right. All right. I had to get that off my chest, man. <laughs> That's a good thing. I don't want you to get any type of indigestion or heartburn. That's a good thing. Let it go. <laughs> man, it's like, hey, man, says, stay focused, Sam. Stay focused. That's okay. All right, coach. All right. All right, big bro. I'll stay focused. But it was the bye week. A lot going on with this sign gate, right? This sign gate, people talking about stealing signs, so on and so forth. You know, the feeling from the, the folks in Ann Arbor is, man, if he was doing this stuff, they didn't know about it. It would be a punishment. But, hey, you know, it is, what, what caliber of punishment will it be is the question. Whatever it is is going to come down the line. Michigan hasn't gotten a notice of allegations yet. You got 90 days to respond to the notice of allegations. This will all play out from a punishment standpoint next year, right? Yeah. So this championship caliber team, they keep their eyes on the prize and stay focused on the task at hand. The biggest question, Vance, for Michigan fans has been, What's up with the extension, Sam? What's up with the extension? When are they going to extend Jim? They're going to extend them back in the winter, but they had the COVID violations that they were dealing with. They wanted to get that out of the way before the extension happened. Well, the Big Ten, or not the Big Ten, the NCAA was like, hey, we don't accept your, your punishment. We want Harbaugh to say he lied. Well, that's not going to happen. That pushed the extension talks into the fall, right? And just when it looks like it's about to happen in October, this sign gate stuff hits, and it pauses the whole thing. Well, breaking news, as we talked about over on the MichiganInsider.com, they hit play, Vance. It's not paused anymore. The extension talks with Jim Harbaugh are progressing and progressing rapidly. I can You can go over and read the story over on TMI right now where I get deeper into it. But the point is, it's looking like it's inevitable that Jim Harbaugh is going to be locked back up uh, as the highest paid coach in the Big Ten, to which I it makes me ask you, as a guy who's coached a number of years, coached a number of places, been around a lot of coaches, when you look at Jim Harbaugh specifically and you see he turned around San Diego, you see he turned around Stanford, you see he turned around for the 49ers, you see he turned around Michigan and then ran into a bit of a roadblock with Ohio State because they were king of the hill, and now he's beating them down too. Why? Why is he able to be this successful, or has he been able to be this successful everywhere he's been? He brings a certain mental and physical toughness to a program that you don't see anymore. Alabama used to be that way, and they got away from it. You look at San Diego. He was three tight ends, physical on offense. He shortened the game. When you have to practice against that and practice defensively, it makes you physical tough, physically tough. Then he goes to San Francisco, good offense. But guess what they did? They played great defense. He had three tight ends in the National Football League. He goes to the Super Bowl. So he always plays together as a team. A lot of offensive coaches, they talk about offense. I want 100 plays. I want to score 42 points. Jim could care about any of that. All he cares about is winning. He knows in order to win championships, you must have great special teams and great defense. You look at Michigan over the last three years. Okay, the last three years, he had two coordinators that spent time with his brother with, with the Ravens. They brought an aggressive, physical, attacking defense with them, and they've improved quite a bit. Now I'm going to go to the offense. What, is it, what has changed from four years ago to now offensively? Not a whole lot. Got a better quarterback. He still runs three tight ends, two tight ends. He's going to be physical. He is going to shorten the game to keep his defense fresh 
So you get to the fourth quarter, those cats can fly around and make plays defensively, and that's how you win championships. And, and I know people don't want to talk about Urban Meyer, but that was Urban Meyer's philosophy who came under Earl Bruce. And Earl Bruce and, and all those guys talked about one thing, we will play great defense. How you do that? You shorten the game. Don't give the opponent offense a lot of opportunity to attack your defense. Keep my guys fresh. In the fourth quarter, we got a chance to win championships. Yeah, man. It's He also – Something that sticks out to me, and you can speak to this, Vance, and all your experience. I can't remember. I talked to so many coaches. I can't remember which one told me. He said, you know, head coaches, their most important job is hiring assistants. And so when I look at Jim, you know, I sort of keep that in mind. You know, he's done a real good job over the years. No one bats a thousand, but he's done a real good job over the years hiring assistants that really um, complimented him. But none better. I think his best hiring job came after 2020 when he sort of revamped the staff, got younger, brought back some guys who, who played there, gave, you know, went over to Sharon, made Sharon all O-line coach, right? Got Mike McDonald from the Ravens. Vance, those moves he made are, you know, are, are largely responsible for this ascent that we, we've seen. And what about that piece of it? Hiring assistants. I think that's the key. If you talk to any head coach, the first person they're probably going to hire is a strength coach. The strength, strength coach touches the players more than any football coach. He's with them all the time. The discipline, making sure they go to class, the off-season program. Then your next hires are the coordinators. You know, Jim, I think his first couple of years, I think he had Coach Brown there. Uh, he had a great reputation, but he was a little bit behind time. So then he hired Mike McDonald who brought in a more pro-style defense, and then he brings in Jesse, same thing. Then you hire a young offensive coordinator, came in, tight end coach, offensive line coach, the coordinator. They, they have a good rapport with the players because of their age. That's number one. So they have a great relationship right there. But your offensive coordinator was played the offensive line for Oklahoma. So his mindset is the same thing that Jim was looking for. I want to be physical. Okay, Your offensive coordinator was the offensive line guy. So I guess what he wants to do, he want to play that way also. So I think if you have the right assistance, you've got a chance to be successful because you can't do everything as a head football coach. If you hire bad assistance, you won't be around very long. That's just how it is. I mean, so you're only as good as the people sitting around the table with you that can go, go, go get the job done. Yeah, you know, he's he's weathered this this brief storm that was Ohio State with Ryan Day taking over a program that was already built. You know, he he he's he's a a a uh, a rich kid. That's what he is. You know, a rich kid. Hey, man, silver spoon the whole nine. Like you had to do no work. You just showed up. It was already working, right? And started feeling a little froggy and got stepped on last year. So now Jim top of the heap, and everyone's trying to scramble to figure out what they're gonna do. Ohio State trying to get more physical. Doesn't really look like it's working. I watched that that. Wisconsin game, and man, that it boils down to can they get the ball? Trevion Henderson is going is, is a weapon, but the, their offense boils down to can you get the ball to Marvin Harrison? So I got this question. I got this question, and I'll just throw it out now. If you have questions for Vance, put them in the stream. We'll get to them toward the end of the broadcast, right? But I got some that were given to me ahead of time that I want to get out now. Vance, you're facing Ohio State, and obviously that means you're facing Marvin Harrison. How would you defend him? 
I mean, would you bracket him the whole game? Like, what would your strategy be dealing with number 18? I think Michigan's a zone team. I'm going to roll over the top of him. I'm playing quarter, quarter, half, or either cover three, roll to him. I'm trying to put my hands on him every single snap. And if you're playing, for example, quarters to this side, I'm playing a half field. So I can rewrite him on the other side. I'm playing quarters, which means I got an extra guy in the box to stop the run. I mean, so I'm going to take him out of the mix. That's if you put him in the slot. Okay, to his side, it's always covered too. So someone's always going to disrupt him, take him away. I mean, I look at uh, – I saw the Penn State game. Penn State is a pressure team. I mean, they're going to blitz. They just want isolation. I mean, the one time they scored a touchdown on defense, he got called back because the DB was holding Marvin Harris, reaching grab. So if you go isolation, one-on-one, zero, they throw it up, you ask them for trouble, in my honest opinion, unless you got a special player out there. I mean, so I, I'm going to take him out of the mix but put my hands on him. If I'm playing man-free Sam, my safety is leaning to that side. So the other side has got to realize you kind of own your own a little bit because we're not going to let this guy have 12 catches for 185 yards. Mm-hmm. That's just stupid. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you ask him to lose. He is the key to them winning ball game. You got to find ways to, if he's averaging 10 receptions a game, you got to hold him down to five. You got to cut that in half to have a chance because now they got to find a different way of winning. When push comes to shove, it's Marvin Harrison Jr. Just that simple. Yeah, yeah, it it does seem like a it, it seems like not that hard to figure out. <laughs> like make somebody else beat you. You don't have to be a coach to know that, right? But no one seems to do it. I think everybody's confused that he's he's even out there. I mean, what is his number? I think it's 18, but I don't think most of the people know. They just playing normal football and all of them getting killed by Marvin Harrison. His last few ball games, he's averaging probably 10, 10 to 12 receptions a game, over hundred yards. That makes no sense to let that guy beat you. I'm going to make somebody else beat me, to be honest. If you're going to beat me, he's not the guy. Yeah. Hey, folks, if you have questions for Vance, get them in the stream right now. I'm going to type that out right now, and I'll start uh, tagging the questions so I can get them. If you have questions for Coach Bedford, start getting them in the stream now. Uh, But I'm excited. I'm excited because we have a partnership with a guy that you – you. He was on the team when you were here, Vance, when you were coaching back in the late 90s. There was a guy named Tom Brady. That, how about, first of all, that class, you've been in, you've seen some great classes in your time, Vance. But Tom Brady, Charles Woodson, James Hall, Ty Streets. That was a really good class. All the- really, <laughs> really, really good class. Really good class, man. Oh I mean, when, y'all, when that class rolled in, did y'all know it was special? You know, I got there at 95 the same time that class got there. And so I got there in, in uh, July, as a matter of fact, just in time for camp. But I had no idea. I, I remember having Charles Woodson. You know, when I first met him, I didn't know who he was. I'm, I'm, from, I'm from the Southwest, so I had no clue who he was. The rest is history. Think about it. In that particular class, you got two Hall of Famers, NFL Hall of Famers. Woodson's already in it. Mm-hmm. Brady's going in it. And then the next year, we got Steve. Two years later, we got Steve Hutchinson, who's in the Hall of Fame. All those guys on the same football team at the same time. You got three Hall of Famers off that football team. The 97 championship, three Hall of Famers. That's actually, that's amazing. But Tom Brady, I'll tell you what, he was our scout team quarterback in 95, and we beat him up every single day in practice. 
he never took a step back. And then that year, we were rolling pretty good. And then in practice, Scott Dreisbach, well, I started quarterback, and seven on seven, got his thumb, hurt his thumb. So we going in there, who can be our starting quarterback? I said, you know, might as well look at, at Brady because we're killing him over there, and he don't back down at all. But, you know, we had Greasy and some other guys there, say one with an older guy. You know, but I just thought Tom Brady could, as tough as he was, who knows? As a, as a true freshman, go on my and see what happens. But I got another story. I went to Chicago Bears, and we're getting ready for the draft, and Brady's coming out. They came to me and said, what do you think about Tom Brady? I said, Brady, Brady, one of the guys now. He is a tough, hard-nosed, competitive, smart son of a gun. I said, you can't go wrong with Tom Brady, but, of course, they didn't listen to me. And that's a good thing because, you know, you go to Chicago, it's a black hole for quarterbacks. You go there, you just disappear. So the best thing that happened to Tom Brady is that management did not listen to Vance. They never did because my first year there, they asked me about caving now. I said, don't draft him. They said, why not? I said, well, we played against him. I know all about him. He's a bad cup of tea off the football field, not a good teammate. We drafted him in the first round. And everything I said came, came forward. What came down, uh, what that Al's guy? What that Al Borges' guy? I don't know who got. He was at UCLA, and we beat him uh, my, before I left there. But everything I heard about him off the field, it all came true. A guy we never should have drafted because he couldn't change. You don't change the Tiger stripes. It just, it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Now, but Tom, Tom, the class act, and uh, tell you what, the rest is history. He's shown who he is as a person, as an athlete. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk a little more about Tom Brady. You said a black hole for quarterbacks. So, Chicago, stay away from – and let's say J.J. goes pro. I think J.J. is moving up the draft boards. I can't think of a more sickening thought than J.J. McCarthy being a Chicago Bear. Now, J.J. would love it. This is hometown, right? This is hometown. But, I, you talk about being sick, Vance. I'm a diehard Lions fan. Folks, in case you missed it, the Lions just traded for Donovan Peoples-Jones. A young fella I covered from his time at Detroit Cass Tech High School, old up into Michigan, gives him another deep threat out there. They need to do something at the deadline to upgrade the receiving core. They did that. I'm happy to see it. I hate the Bears. The only thing worse than J.J. going to the Bears would be J.J. going to the Packers. Like, just get out of the NFC. Any place but those teams. It's a black hole for quarterbacks. Vance Bedford said it. And Vance Bedford does not lie. He also said that Tom Brady's a tough son of a gun. You also know what one of those Tom Brady is. Tom Brady, he's a day saver. Like, he comes to the rescue. Tom Brady's a rescuer. How many times did he rescue Michigan in, in that Orange Bowl? And they down two touchdowns twice in that Orange Bowl, right? How many times did he rescue the Patriots and bring them back? Hey, he came and he rescued Tampa Bay. Well, he rescued the Michigan Insider. You know how? Because for years, people have been saying, Sam, you don't have an app. Like, you great site. Where's the app? So what they did, and I give 24-7 credit, they made the site mobile-friendly. So it's, it's real easy to get on the phone, look at our site, look at the updates. But in app version, where you're getting, like, alerts and that kind of thing, well, we still don't have an app. Tom Brady's company Autograph, they have an app that aggregates all the elements of fandom. Every site you, every, you know, Michigan Insider story you want to read, the message board you want to peruse, you can do that 
on Tom Brady's autograph app. You want to check out the YouTube channel. You can do that on the autograph app. You want to listen to our podcast. You can do it on the autograph app. And you know what else? All the things that you do as a fan right now, you get rewarded for it. You get points for it. So you read a story. You read that story that we wrote, that I wrote earlier today on, you know, Jim Harbaugh's contract extension being back on track. Not only do you get the word, you get the news, you get points for that. You get points for checking in at games. You go to a Michigan game, you get points for that. You get rewarded for fandom. That is the vision from Tom Brady and Autograph. And so he said, listen, I want the people to hear from me in my own words. So I'm going to bring you Tom Brady right now telling you about Autograph. I will give you the link coming up as well so you can download the app and start getting rewarded for your fandom. That is a novel concept that someone should have thought of a long time ago. But leave it to time. Leave it to time to come up with something like that, right? So this is Tom Brady right here telling you about the Autograph app. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Just when I'm ready to play it, they want to give me some problems. All right, here we go. Amazing Blue Nation, it's Tom Brady. I co-founded Autograph with one mission in mind, change the fan experience for the better. That's why I'm excited to announce the release of a new app that recognizes the biggest Michigan fans. The Autograph fandom app gives you access to the best Michigan content, fan challenges, and exclusive rewards for diehard Wolverines, all for doing the things you already do, like listening to this podcast. Head over to the Apple App Store and search for Autograph Rewarding Fans and download today. It doesn't get any better than that. When was the last time you talked to Tom, fans? It's been a while. Last time I talked to him was uh, Winston got inducted to the NFL Hall of Fame, and he came over to say hello to my wife and myself. All right. Yeah, man, it's really, really great concept. I'll put the link in the stream. Uh, the link to the autograph app is showing up right here, right now on the stream. And then I'm going to put up the uh, the QR code. So there's a QR code that you folks can look at or scan, I should say. And this will take you right to the app. And right now, it is for iOS users, okay? Right now, iOS users can use the app, and it will take you to the download page and you can start getting rewarded for your fandom. It does not get any better than that. Autograph is taking fandom to another level. And I got to show you guys something. Uh, I put this bar. I put put this QR code back up a little later for those who are watching. Those who are listening, the link is link. That's l i n k. dot a g. dot fan slash sam web. That's link. dot a g. dot fan slash sam web and the code is sam web no space right and you can get the app this is for ios users right now they're working on a droid app so stay tuned for you droid users i'm i'm right there with you i'm droid all the way speaking of rewards though a real cool one so when when brady's crew came to town vance to meet with, with me and some other folks about it they turned me into a wolverine vance can you see that <laughs> He turned me into a Wolverine, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. That is outstanding. I was like, man, that is the coolest thing ever. 
<laughs> right? So it was so cool that I said, you know what? I know my people would love this. Like the people who watch us on the stream, the people who are on the website, if you told them one of the rewards is they could, you could turn them digitally into a Wolverine. And see, if you look at it, look at all the little, little things they put in the back, like the microphone and the background, like I'm doing the show. Like they can make it personal. Like if you did that at a fan level, like, man, people would eat that up. It's like that could be one of the rewards that you receive for the fandom, like going to games, reading stories, you accruing these points. You can use them on different things or get rewards like that if that's one you would like. Because I I told them y'all should make that a reward. You should make turn the people into a Wolverine one of the rewards. If you would like that, if you would want that, tell me in the stream right now I want to be a Wolverine. So I could tell Tom Brady and his crew, see, I told you, I told you, it was outstanding. See, people's like, yeah, yeah, it was outstanding. Yeah, yeah, Twilight, it was cool. It was cool. It'd be a really cool mascot. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Team Wolverine 3. But it was cool. I was like, man, so do that. If you want to be a Wolverine, if that's one of the rewards that you would like, and they have plenty of other ones, that's just one that I proposed. Let us know in the stream. I'll put up the code one more time for you to scan. This is the QR code for you to download the autograph app, taking fandom to another level where you get rewarded for your fandom. All the things you're doing anyway in the palm of your hand with one app and you get points for using it at the same time. You cannot beat it. For those listening, it is you can find it at link. It's L-I-N-K dot A-G dot fan slash Sam Webb. Again, that's link dot A-G dot fan slash Sam Webb. And the code is Sam Webb. Go ahead and get the app. Start getting points. Start getting rewarded for your fandom. All right. So, Vance, there's a lot of there are a lot of rumblings right now about Urban Meyer. You know, Urban, I asked you, did you, you know, Tom, you got stories about Tom. Uh, Spartans think that he's about to be the next Michigan State coach. There are all these rumors about him up, being up there and they're going to make, they're going to pay him $13 million, $14 million a year. I don't know if any of this stuff is true, but Noah Urban, like you do, does that sound realistic to you? No. If you look at, Urban's, I've worked with Urban, Urban, he's just a receiver coach at Colorado State for Earl Bruce. But you look at the history of the job that Urban has taken, every place he has gone to, he always had a quarterback. You go to Bowling Green, he has a really good junior quarterback. He goes to Utah, he has a really good quarterback, and I've been the first quarterback taken in the draft. He goes to Florida, he has an outstanding quarterback, and and what's his name, Leach. And then the next day, they draft a T-Bow. He goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Guess who he has? The first quarterback chosen. So you look at his history, he looks at a team and looks at his chances of winning and starts with their quarterback. If Michigan State didn't have a quarterback, it'd be tough for him to go there. Now, they say they're going to pay him $13 million. He'll go there for $13 million, but he's just taking the money because he can get his brains beat out. But every place he's, he's gone to, they had a quarterback. When he left Utah, he had a chance to go to his dream job, Notre Dame. I always talked about Notre Dame. They fired Tyrone Whittingham thinking they're going to get Urban Meyer. Guess where Urban Meyer goes to? 
University of Florida. Why? They had a quarterback. They had a chance to recruit a better uh, talented team at Florida and win championships than Notre Dame had. So he didn't like losing. He hates losing. So he's not going to put himself in his situation where he's little brother. He didn't like that. But they pay him $13 million. He don't mind being a little brother for about three or four years. <laughs> and then he about, yeah, he, hey, man, he has been a front runner from the quarterback perspective. Now, that doesn't mean a man can't coach. Can like, coach. I can, I, he can coach, right? Now, he might, yeah, he's a college coach. That much is clear. Uh, but you give him a quarterback, he's going to have a physical style. Everywhere. He's going to pound you. He, he gets that part of it. And that's important in the Midwest. Mentality-wise, it would fit. You just wonder, you know, is is Michigan State on the on the level of the last two? I mean, Michigan State isn't Florida. Michigan State's not certainly not Ohio State. And you know how tough it is for me to say that. For me to say, you know, start, talk nice about the Buckeyes, but Michigan State nowhere close to being on that level. So this would be this would be akin like going back to Utah. Like if you're urban, you're going back to Utah. Yeah, Utah was a good program, but Utah was a good program and it was in the Mountain West. So they were a dominant team, a top team in that conference. I mean, they had been good for quite some time. They hadn't been great. He took them to the next level. And guess what? They are still at that level because guess first thing he did, our great staff. The guy was a head coach now, had been there before Urban got there. Urban just retained him. When Urban went to Florida, Charlie Strong was already on that staff. He retained Charlie Strong, but then he had worked with Greg Madison, who was an outstanding coach, and brought in Chuck Heater and Dan Mullen. But he has always surrounded himself with good coaches that can go out and execute his plan. Urban has a great plan. Don't give him credit. He has an outstanding plan. And his first thing is to go hire a strength coach. His best strength coach already had the job. That's going to be a problem. That's his right-hand man as a strength coach. And then go hire the coaches he needed. They're going to give him the money. He probably go out and try to hire Charlie Strong to be his defensive coordinator. You know, Charlie is uh, with Alabama as an analyst right now, so he's going to always try to go out and surround himself with some of his former coaches. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if if Michigan State makes it interesting enough for that to be like a real thing. I don't know if there's any merit to it whatsoever, but I definitely wanted to put it in front of you, Vance, to see if you thought it was something that he would do because that is an overriding theme. Alex Smith, Chris Leak was there. Uh, Greg Madison helped him beat out Michigan uh, for uh, for Tim Tebow, right? And then you come up here, you got Braxton Miller. I was like, man, everywhere he's gone, he's had quarterbacks. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. But a lot of coaches you just mentioned, Greg Madison was an outstanding uh, coach and an outstanding recruiter. Now you're going to Michigan State, it's going to be hard to find those guys. Like a lot of those guys, you know, they have retired. So now he has to start all over from scratch, including the strength coach who's not going to – he didn't leave Ohio State to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars with her. He stayed at Ohio State. So to find that strength coach, to find those assistant coaches, Urban is uh, – he keeps things close to the vest. And a lot of people will help him keep things close to the vest. They retire. So if they're going to pay him $13 million, he'll come out. For $13 million, he'll come out. <laughs> yeah, he'll take the money now. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but if, if they're talking like six million dollars, Urban not coming out for that. He don't uh, need the money. They, they can't pay him less than Mel Tucker. Mel no. Tucker was getting nine and a half. Well, they give Mel Tucker. They, they but I hope he don't want his suit. I mean, he he follow he fighting that. He's trying to get that 
what that's seven true. million dollars they owe. That's true. That's true. I still, I, I still, Sam, I don't understand that at all. I, I'm I'm still confused. I really am. Well, they they just don't know what they're doing. Like you know, I could. That's not. That's like I say all the time. You can see certain things. Like it. You don't have to be a coach to say I'm not going to let Marvin Harrison beat me. We're going to bracket him. You don't have to be a lawyer or an administrator to say, okay, we got an investigative process going on, right? Let's wait till that's over and use it as the as the pretext to fire him, right? But if we fire him before the investigation is over and we became aware of the transgression or alleged transgression months ago, why are we firing him now? He could come back and say, Wait, you knew about it and you let me coach anyway. So the only reason you fired me now is because you're embarrassed and you the one that brought on the embarrassment because you leaked it. He's got a case, Vance. I know he's got, got a case. case. But I'm not worried. I'm talking about my man Mel Tuck. I mean, I tell you, if you pay me $9 million a year, Sam, <laughs> Sam, they're going to think I'm the Pope. Sam, they're going to think I'm, I'm walking such a straight and narrow line for that $9 million, Sam. Don't come around me. Don't talk to me. Nine million dollars. Look here, Sam. I like Popeye's chicken, which they don't have anywhere I'm living right now. You give me nine million dollars, I don't be like Mahomes. Mahomes, he had a water burger, which is a Texas brand, brought to Kansas City. You give me nine million dollars, Sam. I got a water burger on one side of the street and Popeye's on the other side of the street. I'm good, Sam. Nine million dollars, and you're on the telephone talking to somebody now. He needs to be on medication. What he needed. That's all I got to say. <laughs> he might win his case, but man, he he hurt his reputation. Nine mm. nine point five million on top of that. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Common sense is not common. Mm. All right, uh, let's get right back to it. Uh, more questions for Vance. Um, Donald Shepard said, "Will Harbaugh be coaching next year in the Big Ten? Um, that's my bet. I think he's going to sign that extension in the not-too-distant future. All right, Tyrone Gardner. Who is the best running back in Michigan history, not just by yards? Or by, How about this, Vance? Who is the best, best Michigan running back you've seen or experienced? Jakob Atuka. He was something special. <laughs> now, I was with the A-Train and some other guys, but, man, Tim Jakob Atuka that year versus Ohio State, he rushed for, what, 300 yards? 313 yards. Just think, if he don't hurt his knee in the NFL, he's going to have a great NFL career. He injured his knee. But watching him play on game day, he was a different animal. He was special. He could make you miss in the hole, or he could run right through you. He could catch the ball in the backfield. He could pass protect. He was a whole package. I mean, to me, that's the best back I've seen at Michigan. And I was one year with Michael Hart. Don't get me wrong. And like I said, I was three years with A-Train. We had him in Chicago where he was, I think, made the uh, – all rookie team, rookie of the offensive rookie of the year. But Tim was he was a different animal. Yes, he was. Touchdown, Timmy. And they couldn't stop him, Vance. That's one of those. I, I asked Al watching JJ against against Michigan State, where he had a really good game. It wasn't 313 against Ohio State, but it was a good game. He was going so well. And you know, there's some aspects of the running game they wanted to work on. But the I mean, he was just dicing them up, like hitting tight ends left and right. And, and the balls he was throwing were so pinpoint, like they couldn't drop them. It was like you you throwing it right in the pocket where it's impossible for a, a guy to drop the football. He was on that well. 
as I said, Al, you ever been in a game where you had a plan and you're like, man, I'm not taking the ball off that dude's hands. And I wonder, was it like that for y'all in 95 where Bianca Patuka is running it down their throats? And it's like, okay, we don't have to do nothing else. Just keep giving it to them. Oh, we did. I mean, it, it's 95 was that way. 96 was that way. And 96, I think Ohio State was in between the nation. We got 12 personnel. That's two tight ends and one back. And it was, it was a check with me. It was a counter left, a counter right, about 10 straight times. We just slipped in the mouth. I even said, Ohio State, since I can recall, has always been kind of a finesse football team. And Urban kind of changed that to a certain degree. But even right now, they're trying to be more physical, as you said. When they get hit in the mouth, you're going to find out. I mean, but when you got a good back and you got a guy that's hot like the quarterback is right now, I'm keeping the ball in his hand. I'm going to find a way to make him win. But like I told you the other week, if I'm playing the University of Michigan right now, the guy I'm not going to let beat me is Lovell. The tight end, I'm not going to let the tight ends beat me. The wide receivers might beat me. But if the tight end beat me, I'm going to be really upset. How do you take tight ends? So, so what, what do you do to take tight ends out the game? If they're in a tight end position, I'm going to hit them every time. I got a defensive end and a six technique or nine technique. I'm, I'm going to rewrite them every single time i'm making it tough for him to get off the line of scrimmage i'm trying to find a way so he can't beat me down the field especially on third down and medium in the red zone you need to know where those tight ends are if you don't they're just gonna find those guys and they're gonna beat you yeah all right let's get back to the questions for vance um someone already remind us ray lee said they hey they have marvin harrison jr last year too with a better QB, I think we'll be all right. They, that is true. C.J. Stroud better than this quarterback. And Marvin Harrison was out there last year. Vance, and, and, you know, great player. I think he's better this year, but he has a worse quarterback. So what about that? This quarterback knows that he needs to go to Marvin Harrison. It's the difference. Yeah, they had a better quarterback last year, but this quarterback knows that this guy, no matter where you throw it, he can catch the football. So they, they will force the ball into him. But last year, they didn't think they had to do that, and they didn't. So this year, they think they might have to. So you need to find a way to stop him. And last year, again, that's last year. You got nothing to do with this season. It's a whole different offensive philosophy right now. They're trying to be more physical. They're trying to run the football. They're doing some different things this year because they don't have the same type of quarterback, which makes them more of a danger to us than even last year. Mm-hmm. Vance, uh, Steve Horn says, I still remember the beatdown you put on them Gators in 2013 Sugar Bowl. Those guys are on the train for you, Vance. Well, tell us about that game. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we did. We, I'm in Louisville at the time, and they think they were number three in the nation. They said they should have been playing for the national championship. Sam, boy, I blessed them ever which way but lose. <laughs> <laughs> and then the biggest player of the game, they, they, Teddy Bridgewater was our quarterback. And they hit Teddy Bridgewater's helmet came off. Now, you got to understand, Teddy's from Miami Northwestern. He's from Dade County. All they did was make him angry. He lit him up. And on defense, Sam, I blitzed them. It was way but loose. They were acting all tough. But half our foot, we had 40-plus players on our football team from the state of Florida. We could run and hit. And those guys were pissed off. They fought them recruiting many out. So they had a point to prove who they were. So now we got to those guys pretty good. But, you know, my nature – I'm coming off the bus. I'm throwing something at you, Sam. I'm letting you know right now, you that's getting in the middle of the ring right now, and that's all I'll throw our punches and see what happens. 
All right. All right, Vance. Let's keep it moving with the questions. All right. So this is a couple. Here's a couple for you, Vance. Blank name says, I'm eating Popeyes right now, Vance. That's, that's cold. That, that's, that's cold. But ask him, do you have a jalapeno pepper? Hey, hey Steve Horn said, Vance, nine million worth of two-piece spicy. Two, hey, with red beans and rice, I'm good to go. That's right. All right, Shadyville, Shadyville came and said, if we double bracket Marvin Harrison Jr., is it best for the number two corner to be on him and have Will Johnson on Egbuka uh, when he's not in the slot? What's your philosophy on that? If you're going to bracket a guy, do you still put your number one on him? How do you – I put my most physical guy on him. When I was in Chicago, we playing the bike, and they had Chris Carter, had Randy Moss. Put my more, most physical guy – on Randy Moss. The other guy was a better cover guy. So you got Chris Carter, you on your own, no help. When we played man free, that stage was over the top of uh, 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 my man Moss. And I had a guy on the point every single snap. I said, you are not going to go vertical. I'll make you go lateral. And we took him out of the ball game. We got into the fourth quarter in a two-minute drill. Sam, he was jogging off the line of scrimmage. He wanted no parts of it. So I'm putting my most physical guy that can get their hands on him put my best cover guy on the other guy. But if you're going to beat me, Marvin Harrison not going to beat me. Well, hey, that's going to be put to the test here. Coming up, someone asked Al in the in the stream, and I think it's a, a question to pose to you as well. They said, do you think Manny Diaz, when they play Penn State, is going is gonna to blitz like he always does, or do you think he's going to ease up because of the talent that Michigan has? No, 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 no. He coming. He said, "Hey, he coming to get you." That's his philosophy. Every place he's been, he's done that. He doesn't back off for anybody. He's gonna say, "Right now, he's gonna think like I'm thinking." The tight ends are the ones we gotta take care of. I'm gonna make them have to throw to the wideouts. We're gonna blitz you. It's gonna be some run blitzes on third down. You're gonna see a variety of things. And what he likes to do, he likes to run this blitz where he is bringing six guys, two underneath and three deep. That's what Michigan State used to do. Uh, about five years ago. So you got six-man pressure, two guys underneath and three deep. I've run some of that myself, and you can't block them all. And if you don't read it the right way, he can steal a ball from you. But if you got a Marvin Harrison out there, you got to be real careful. Well, when I look at Michigan receivers, not taking anything away from them, they're good players. They're not Marvin Harrison. Though. And out there, so they're not going to be afraid of the receivers. So you're going to have a chance to be one-on-one. And if you do, you have to win those battles. He's going to blitz you every which way, but he's looking to get some turnovers. That's what he's looking for. Mm, mm, mm. Said, let Manny leap at us. He's going to trip and fall flat on his face. That from Cameron Diggs. He's he, he coming. Like I said, he's coming to get you. Trust me. He doesn't care who he plays. That's just his philosophy, and I can respect that. All right. Uh, George Welch, I think we covered your question. He said, the Harbaugh get his contract extended today. What we uh, we covered that over on the MichiganInsider.com. We said, hey, the train is back on the tracks. I had to use Vance's analogy. That extension train, it was paused. It was just at the station for a bit while they looked into this sign-stealing thing. Now it's rolling again. Now that train is back rolling again, back on the track. You can check out more details. Matter of fact, my man Alejandro Zuniga just came in with some more news. On the contract extension talks that he's about to post over on the MichiganInsider.com right now. So I'm kind of tipping you guys off to that. You want to check that out. 
We'll be keeping you up to speed hour after hour, day after day uh, as we get towards this next game. So, Vance, it wouldn't be a show if we didn't get your your uh, prediction. They play Purdue. This is year one of Ryan Walters coming over Illinois. I think he's going to do big things. I, I think Purdue should uh, enjoy the building process because I think he's going to build Purdue, and I think he's going to be a hot commodity. But right now, Vance, uh, he doesn't have the – he doesn't have the weapons he had at Illinois. It's going to be a blowout, Sam. I'm just going to be honest. It was terrible. Okay, it's going to be – I'm going to change my score. It's going to be 48 to 10. 48 I'm going to give them 10. They, they might get 10, but I'm 48 to 10. It's not going to be a game. I got a, a good friend of mine, Coach of D-Line, Brick Haley, is on that staff. I got the term slow to your note from Coach Haley. He's been in the NFL. He's been in LSU at a variety of places. He was with me at Texas. Slow till you know. All right, Slow Coach Haley. You know. I mean, I you know, I, I don't want him to pile drive you because of that. They're going to – they'll probably 48 sounds about right with, with the offense, with the starters, the first and second string playing the first three quarters. And then, you know, you let the, the, the third and fourth stringers get in the fourth quarter like we've been seeing get done and get ready for that Penn State team whose quarterback, Vance, we talked a lot in this episode about Ohio State's quarterback. Penn State, their quarterback is not ready for prime time, man. No, uh, he'll be good. better because he's at home, but they struggled with Indiana last week. The, the quarterback is suspect. I mean, he, he's just a guy. Now, in college football, now, a guy with his size, he got a decent arm can beat you, but when the pressure's on, he hasn't shown he could do that. I, I'm highly disappointed in how they have performed offensively. But defensively, they're playing pretty good. Offensively, no. So if that's the case, if you look at that, because our offense is going to score points on Penn State. Our defense is going to come away with two, maybe three takeaways. If that's the case, it could be a blowout in Happy Valley. So it's going to be Sad Valley when we leave that place right now. That's how I look at it right now. So I, I look for us in, in a couple of weeks to be Penn State by at least 20 more points. People keep asking me about the, about the shirts. I haven't forgot. But, you, man, sign gate hit, all this hardball stuff. But this is another shirt. Slow till you know. He said, Sam, tell the media in this coverage of sign gating, all these stories that they've been getting wrong, tell them, slow till you know. Slow till you know. Right? Uh, <laughs> we got, uh, Hasib Sadat says, slow till you know. Tell that to the Buckeye fans, you know, looking at this investigation. Slow till you know, Vance. It's got to be a shirt. Hey, we'll, we'll that's how I'm man. Sam, I haven't paid all much attention to all of that. All, all that, I coached for a long time. Everybody's still sick. It's not to go on the road and do something. That's one thing. But there's a guy who apparently did it. He had a 500-page manifesto. Sam, hold on. Sam, look at it. Sam, that fool's sick. So why am I going to believe anything about him? He did that on his Something wrong with him, Sam? He got a manifesto. Really? Remember the guy back about 20 years ago was sending bombs and, and, and the mailboxes? What's that guy's name? So Unibomber. He, he had a manifesto. So I'm going to sit back here and worry about somebody who got a 500-page manifesto, how he's going to be the head football coach in Michigan, and we're going to listen to him. Man, come on. Somebody better give me a drink. Give me, I don't even drink gin. I had to drink some gin on that. I can't, I can't stand the taste of it. I got to drink a whole bottle of I listen to people talk about this, this guy. He said this, and he's playing. 
you got a manifesto and you're going to listen to him, the people listening to him are going to have much common sense either. So goodbye and good luck. Manifesto, really. With that, that is a show. I want to remind you folks, listen, the autograph app that will aggregate your Michigan fan experience is available for iOS users right now. If you have an iPhone, uh, the Autograph app brought to you by Tom Brady's company, Autograph, it's taking fandom to another level. It is the future of fandom where all of the elements of the things that you cheer for, that you do anyway, going to games, reading the latest stories, checking out the Michigan Insider, watching this, this, uh, this episode with Vance, you get rewarded for it. You get points. Every time you do something that you already do anyway, and you'll be able to redeem those those points. You'll be able to get rewarded for that fandom down the line with all kinds of exclusive opportunities. Who knows what they could be? Different prizes you might be able to choose from. I showed you the the digital makeover as a Wolverine, and I'm telling those guys they need to make an app or they need to make one of the rewards. So again, download the app for those who are listening and not watching. You can get that app by going. Get you the website here real quick. It is link. That's L-I-N-K dot A-G dot fan slash Sam Webb. That's link. L-I-N-K dot A-G dot fan slash Sam Webb. And the code is Sam Webb. Get that app. In the meantime, in between time, we got a lot more coming over on the MichiganInsider.com. Alejandro just hit me with some with some news on the contract extension talks that's hot off the press that he's throwing over there on TMI right now. So you want to check it out. We got to get out of here, though, because next week we'll be back and we're breaking down games again. Vance, we breaking down Michigan-Purdue and looking ahead to Michigan-Penn State. So go ahead. It's going to be a blowout A. Two Ps. P and P going to get both of their brains beat out. Purdue and Penn State, P and P. And might as well go to the restroom on that note. <laughs> That's all I got to say, my brother. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, folks, we'll see you next time on the Michigan Football Breakdown, focused on the defense with Vance Beverly. Go Blue.